0: Hello and welcome to Grow By Design, the podcast for high performers, giving you the tools you need to dream big, achieve your goals and create your champion's mindset. I'm your host Jess Green and it's time to be game changing. Welcome back to this week's episode. Today we are jumping into a concept that I think is so important and often not discussed enough and is not something that people often think about. It's something that really separates the winners from the mediocre, it separates you if you are chasing after a dream or a goal and it just really helps you understand that you have the power to control how you show up every single day. It's something that some people do really well and others find a challenge or something that they have to learn and become more aware of and that is the concept of ownership. Now I am such a strong believer that we get to choose how our life unfolds I also believe that we get to choose how our day unfolds and how we get to show up. And for some people that can be really empowering once you realize that you are the person who's in control of that. But for other people, it can be quite intimidating and quite overwhelming. And depending on the situation or the circumstance, realizing that something is your responsibility or you have the power to control and change, it can be intimidating, but it can also be such an opportunity. So today I want to dive into this concept a little bit more. I want to go through three key areas of our life where this idea of ownership really shows up. But I also want to jump into how we actually do that. How do we take ownership, take responsibility of our lives and our goals, our attitudes and how we show up in the world. So once you understand that you are the person who has the biggest impact over your life, there is so much opportunity to understand the concept of ownership more. Now, a lot of what I have initially learned was from an amazing book called Extreme Ownership, and that's by Jocko Willock and Leif Babin. I will put the link in the show notes. Now they take quite an extreme and intense look at extreme ownership. It is incredible. It is from uh, they are from a Navy SEAL perspective. They are from an army kind of battle combat perspective. So it's very hard in that sense. They definitely give you that kind of tough love side of extreme ownership, which is absolutely valid. And Kind of where I learnt the principles here. But what I've then done is taken it and applied it to my own life and in a way that works for me. And it's brought a lot of awareness about where this shows up in my life. So it's not only about achieving dreams and goals and taking ownership of that. But what we're also going to jump into today is, yes, the goals and the dreams are important. But also your relationships is a place where you can take more ownership. And also just your daily life, your mindset, your excuses is all a place where we can take more ownership of how we show up and how we execute something. So what does it mean when we're actually taking ownership of something? So what I mean by ownership is taking responsibility. I mean, looking after it. I mean, putting your hand up for something, knowing that you are the person who is responsible for delivering that and making it your own. And the reason this is so important to understand is that Often we blame outside situations or circumstances or people for the place that we're at right now. And yes, I know that this is oversimplifying it by saying that we have control of everything because there is a lot that is out of our control. But there is also an opportunity to control the controllable and also control how you respond to those situations. So as much as this is simplifying the fact that you can own everything, It's also acknowledging that sometimes things are out of your control, but the key here is that you can control how you respond to that. So the first key pillar here where we really see ownership taking such an opportunity in our life is when we're looking at our goals and our dreams. If you want to achieve something, you are the one who needs to put in the work. It means that you are the one who is responsible for delivering the outcome. If it's a sport or a competition or something like that, yes, there is always unknown within the game day or within how the other player shows up. But you have so much opportunity within that whole time frame to deliver the best you that you possibly can. So what does that mean? In terms of your goals and dreams, it means that you need to go back to the goal fundamentals. And there is a podcast right at the start of the year. I'll link it again in the show notes about how you actually go about setting up these goals. And so goal fundamentals is built on three pillars. It's about getting clear on what it is that you truly, truly want. Getting clear on what it will look like to feel that goal and to achieve that goal then the next step is about creating a game plan and this is where you can show up every day to achieve that thing to take a step closer towards that goal it's where you understand what you need to do and you start doing it and then the third pillar is having the champion's mindset to actually get it done so that means having that belief in yourself having that Knowing and that understanding that yes, you are doing all that you can and all that you promised to yourself that you would do to achieve that goal. So, getting really clear on those three fundamentals and then knowing that you are the person who is responsible for making that happen. Now, what I'm not saying is that you need to do this alone, and it's actually quite the opposite. Having the right people in your corner to guide you, to coach you, to provide you with support, whether that's Coaches mentors friends partners family having the right people around you is amazing and that is so supportive and you need that and so taking ownership isn't about Wearing all of the responsibility yourself and being so overwhelmed by that But it's knowing that you're the person who makes the difference So absolutely, I really encourage you to make sure you have The right people in your corner and that is part of that game plan. It's kind of You sitting back and saying okay for me to get to here I need to learn this, I need to have this person's support, I need to know about this. And then it's not relying on them or holding them responsible for you achieving that goal. It's about you learning from them, working with them, but not holding them responsible for the way that your life unfolds. You absolutely want them in your corner, but it's not about what they do. It's about having that belief and that confidence in yourself and you taking those steps and you putting in that work that is truly going to make the difference. On the other side of that, if you then don't achieve a certain goal or your path takes you down a different track, instead of blaming other people and instead of also blaming yourself, taking a step back and saying, okay, cool, reflecting on that, what do I need to do differently? What do I need to change? Ownership as well isn't about blame. It's not about blaming yourself if something goes wrong. It's not about blaming someone else, but it's just giving you this opportunity to step back and reevaluate understanding that you are responsible but also not wearing the weight of that so knowing that cool I can control it which means if it doesn't work I can still control the outcome to make it better it doesn't mean I failed and it's all my fault if you can take fault and blame out of this and just say cool that didn't work but I'm the person who can then make the difference I'm the person who can turn this around what do I need to do to do that and I keep wanting to say the word control the outcome and I know that we don't have the opportunity to control everything and sometimes things are better left just to be, but you know what I mean. So that's something that I will continue to remind you throughout this podcast is that taking ownership doesn't mean taking blame or blaming yourself. It just means that the accountability sits with you. And again, that's how you look at it. It can be overwhelming or it can be an opportunity. Now, the second area where the opportunity for ownership really comes up, which is I think an area that a lot of people miss, but it's actually in your relationships. And for that, what I'm looking at here and what I'm talking about is how you treat others, how you're treated by others, and how you let others treat you. Now, I just want you to let those three areas sink in. How you treat others, how you are treated by others, and how you let others treat you. So the first one is quite easy to understand, how you treat others. So you are the person who gets to either make someone's day or break someone's day and that feels when you look at it it feels like quite a lot of responsibility but if you walk into the room and you are grumpy and upset that's going to impact everyone else around you if you walk in and you're light and you're free and you're happy that also will have an impact now again I'm not saying you have to be happy all the time but I'm just saying that there is an opportunity to think about every interaction that you have with people and either leave a mark in a positive way or a negative way And I know sometimes we all have bad days, but at the same time, it feels so much better to walk away from an interaction positive than negative. And I just think it's important for us to consider that and become aware of that, that your treatment of someone is, again, it's your responsibility. So if you are having a bad day, you can choose to take that out on the lady at the grocery shop, or you can choose to smile and just have a conversation because I love the saying that You never know what's going on with someone else behind closed doors. And so, yeah, you get to take this opportunity to choose how you treat others. The next two are quite interrelated. So how you're treated by others and how you let others treat you. So the way that people treat you, that's on them. And again, this is that concept of ownership coming back that you own you and they own them. So you can't control if they're a total dick to you. That is on them. And you just have to leave that with, okay, cool. You have got. Something going on. This is the way that you're reacting to the situation. It's on them to understand that and to figure that out at some other point. But then you don't need to wear that and you don't need to wear that blame or that anger. It's actually not on you. So if it's someone that's close to you who's acting out or reacting in a certain way, you can love and support them and, you know, suggest or guide them in a different way or response. But it's actually not for you to wear The way that they have just treated you because that's on them. The next part though is something that you do have more control or responsibility over. So that is how you let others treat you. So I always think that the way that you let people treat you is a really good sign of your respect and your love for yourself. So do you let people walk all over you? Do you let people treat you in a way that is not respectful, that is not kind or loving and it might be only situation based or it might be certain people, you know, are there people in your life that you let treat you in a way that doesn't make you feel good or that doesn't fill your cup or lift you up? Because actually that is your responsibility to fix. So you need to either look to have those tough conversations with them. Maybe it's to the extreme of removing them from your life or at least limiting that time with, with them. But if you continue to let them treat you in a way that doesn't make you feel good, that doesn't fill your cup, that is your responsibility and that is something that you can take ownership of and it's not an easy thing to do or a comfortable experience to go through but actually if they're not lifting you up or they're not making you feel great about yourself and what you're doing then maybe they shouldn't be as close to you as they are or you shouldn't be letting them have that much time in your brain or that much time in your day that actually when you walk away from an interaction with them you don't feel good because it's again it's your life you get to choose who's in it Um, And I know to a point you do have to deal with people who sometimes maybe you don't want to, but understanding what your boundaries are and understanding how you let them treat you is a real sign of what you respect for yourself and what you tolerate. So have a bit of time to reflect what those boundaries are and what those principles are and those ways that you want to be treated. And it might mean that you have to have some tough conversations, but it's so important that you do depending on the person who it is in your life. They might not even realize that that's how they're making you feel, but just have a look and and have a think about how you let people treat you in your life. And also have a look, you know, do you have double standards? Is there some people that you let walk all over you? Whereas if someone else did it, you wouldn't stand for it at all. So just look at that with kindness and not blaming yourself, not blaming them, but just look at the situation and understand what's going on. And then again, it's your responsibility to either make a change or to not and just continue wearing it either way it's your decision to make and now when we're also looking at relationships it's great to understand that it goes both ways so as much as you're responsible for you your loved ones and your friends are they're responsible for them and this is comes up a lot in situations where we want to help our friends we want to help our family if they're going through a tough time or they keep falling back into old habits or falling back to an old partner and we just want to shake them and make them see a different way again it, unfortunately it's not our lesson to learn and we will want to always love them and I absolutely encourage you to love and support them and be there for them as much as they need but ultimately it's their lesson to learn or their journey to go on but it's also their triumph to overcome so it's that whole saying if you can't lead a horse to water and make it drink you need to love and support your friends and family and and the people around you but If they're going through something, they have to be the ones to decide to make a change. They have to be the one to do the work and put in the steps. And it's important that they do that so that they learn it for themselves. So with relationships, there are those two pieces to ownership. It's knowing that you own you and they own them. So you can't control them and they can't control you. And that's a beautiful thing to understand. That leads us into the third pillar. So the third pillar is all about attitudes and excuses and how you show up every day. Now I know that this is, again oversimplifying that concept of I'm not telling you just to be happy all the time, but what I'm saying is that how you show up every day or how you respond to certain situations or what you blame or what you attribute to someone or something else, actually you get to choose that as well and it is your responsibility to be the best you that you can be. And that doesn't happen all day, every day. I'm not saying avoid all sadness and pain or pretend to be happy all the time, but you can choose to give it a go. If something really shit happens to you in the mornings, are you going to let that 1% of your day ruin the rest of it? Or are you going to try and turn it around? There's a couple of examples here where it's, You know, if you get cut off in traffic on the way to work, are you going to then all day be grumpy about the fact that someone cut you off in traffic? Or are you just going to say, cool, that happened. It's not the end of the world. I can just move on and actually I'm going to continue resetting, trying again, starting happy, choosing that mindset. You can actually choose what emotion you want to feel. And another example that I've got of this is when I'm on prep and I get right to the end of prep and I'm tired and hungry and everyone else's food looks delicious and it feels tough. There are always stories of people who think, oh God, you're going to be so grumpy when you get to the end of prep. Or, oh, I want to make sure I'm not around you. And I never want to be that person because I've chosen to feel this way. I have chosen to compete. I've chosen to be hungry. I've chosen to be tired. I have no right to take that out on my friends and family near me because they just love and support me and they are wanting what's best for me. I can choose that, yeah, I'm grumpy, but I'm there's no way I'm going to take it out on the people around me because it's my choice. And sometimes that's easier said than done. But I am aware that this is my decision. And so I have to live with that. I have to honour that and I have to enjoy that. And finally I have one more example which is a little bit more extreme than just my prep and it's a lot more on the serious scale. But there is a beautiful family that I follow who have gone through so much heartache and trauma that I just don't even know how they're functioning. And I watched Them and again, I don't want to speak for them, but they have been faced with some of the worst, hardest tragedies that I've ever seen. And the way that they continue to show up and choose to look for the positive and they choose to look for the good, and they bring so much good and brightness to their community. And they're making that choice through a whole bunch of awful situations that are outside of their control, but they are taking ownership of their lifestyle. They are showing up bright and bold. And again, I am not wanting to talk for them because I know that there are so many dark days, but they are choosing to try and find the good. And I just think that that is so incredibly inspiring and empowering. So for me, that's just such a reminder that there is always an opportunity to choose something new, no matter what you're faced with. So now that should give you some different examples of where ownership can be applied in your life, but what does that actually practically look like? You're just sitting there listening to this thinking, yeah, cool. I get it. I have to do things and take responsibility, but how do I actually do that? And what does that mean? And it's not easy. And it will, it's one of those things that every experience or every day is slightly different. Sometimes you will know that it's your responsibility, but you just don't want to do it. And that's totally fine as well. But The first step of anything is being aware of it. And awareness of self is so key in this. So, there's a couple of exercises that I really like to do to increase my awareness of self. And it's not something that we all do actively all the time, but it's a good reminder to stop and think. So, one small exercise that you can do that just helps you practice awareness is think back to one activity that you did yesterday or one interaction that you had with someone and just think about how you felt beforehand how you felt that interaction went and how you felt afterwards and just take a look at that as if you're watching it back through a movie or something like that and just see okay is that how I would want to normally show up and just bring some awareness to that so that just means looking at it again I guess acknowledging that it happened and then without being critical of it is it how you would want to show up all the time Sometimes it's good to look at things if they didn't quite go to plan, whether that's chasing after a goal, whether that's a conversation with someone, and just look at that and say, okay, is there something that I could have done differently? And try and be really objective. So, was there anything else that I could have done differently? And if there was, then that's great because then you get to do something about it. If there wasn't, then that's also great because actually you don't need to worry about it then. You don't need to blame yourself. You don't need to blame anyone. It's not on you so you can just let that go so owning something comes from an awareness and then practically it comes from looking at ways that you can control the controllable or have an impact on what is able to be controlled taking a step back and seeing everything from the big picture and having a more top-down look on life and what's going on and the final piece of that is to do it without judgment so awareness first comes from just acknowledging that something is happening and you're reflecting on it. And then it means reflecting on it without judgment or blame. And then the next step is kind of think about, okay, cool. What would I do differently? What did I do? Well, just having that kind of analysis piece on the scenario. And then as you get used to this reflection piece, it means that you can then apply the same principles to looking forward. Okay, cool. I have this goal coming up. I have this interaction or this conversation with someone coming up, or I am going into a new day. How do I want to show up? So when you go through this exercise of reflection and that awareness coming up, it means that you can then take those learnings and apply them forward thinking as well. So into the future. So look at the past, learn from that, and then look into the future and say, okay, cool. I'm approaching this with a little bit more awareness. Now I have identified a goal that I want to achieve and something that I want to work towards. And I know that I want to take responsibility to make sure that happens. How do I do that? This is a relationship or a conversation that I need to take ownership of and be more present in. This whole thing is all around awareness and being present. So I guess the key thing here is to know as well that this isn't something that happens overnight. And it's not like we wake up and we're magically aware of everything. We're magically taking ownership of everything in in our life and we are comfortable to do so. And we're just going to take the blame for everything because that's not really what this is but it's about empowering you and giving you that opportunity and that awareness that hey you are capable of achieving all of your dreams you are able to have a say in the way that your life unfolds you get to choose that and that is so cool so take ownership of that be excited to take ownership of that grab the opportunity with both hands and see what you can create with it so remember you are the person who has the biggest impact on your life Think of that in the three levels that we've talked about. So goals, relationships, and daily life. If you are excited to take more ownership of your goals, jump back to the episodes all about achieving your goals, how to set them up, what the pillars and the principles are for setting amazing goals, because I know that you're so capable of doing them. And this hopefully has just given you that much more excitement to know that you're capable of doing that. If you do also want to know a little bit more about the concept of extreme ownership, which is the Jocko Willick book, I'll put the link in the show notes as well. If you found this episode interesting and insightful, I think at some points it will also be a little uncomfortable to understand that maybe some things you didn't show up as your best self, or maybe you didn't take enough ownership of what you meant to. And trust me, it's so much easier to blame outside situations or people or scenarios or situations, but just know that you have the ability and the opportunity and the responsibility to influence how that actually unfolds in your life. So again, if you loved this episode, make sure that you share it with someone, make sure that you tag me on Instagram, send me a message. If you want to leave a five-star review as well, that would obviously just make my day. And I look forward to speaking with you soon.